It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, well, now, what I was saying was it, it kind of depends on the, which varieties you're taking the cuttings of as to whether you leave them in or out. But I would say a good rule of thumb is to have them all indoors because obviously if they've taken the cuttings by now then they're all what we call softwood cuttings um, without going too far into it really all, the, all that means is you, you need to keep them indoors uh, until they root you want to give them a small you don't need to give them a heat but they would need the heat of being indoors uh, to help to promote roots um, later in the winter of course we can grow plants from hardwood cuttings now they're fine outdoors but we won't go there right now because it's too early Um so keep them indoors, keep them kind of damp without being overly moist. Uh, and, you know, it's great because it's just trial and error, which, believe it or not, is how I started gardening, is just taking cuttings from everything and to see if they root or not root. And you know what, you'll be amazed to see how many of them will. So, But in short answer to the question, I would keep them indoors for the winter. OK, hi, afternoon, Patricia. Question for Peter, please. Uh, if I should lift my dahlias now, or is it OK to leave them until around December? One of them actually has started to flower and the other has flowered hours on it. We don't get much frost in winter as I live by the sea thanking you in anticipation and I can see from that number that that's a call coming from overseas. I just don't know where overseas it's coming from but it's somebody living by the sea. Okay, well if they don't get much frost during the winter and they're, they're, they're near the coast um, I wouldn't be in a mad rush to lift them at all during the winter because but that's me being a lazy gardener. Again, the textbook answer is yes, lift them during the winter. However, uh, Certainly in my own garden here in Bammy, Cork City, uh, they're, they're, it's not quite full flower. There's still a good show of colour on my dahlias. I wouldn't dream of lifting them yet. They're still very green, lots of flowers still on them. Um, so I won't be lifting them. Um, no, I actually will be lifting these ones because I, want to, I do want to move them from where they are. But in most years, as I said to you before, I'm a lazy gardener, so they need to sink or swim, and I, I leave them there from year to year. So... Uh, for anyone listening in, in the, the Cork area, I would say you certainly don't lift them yet. But depending on where this call is from, I would wait a while yet till the foliage dies back and, and the flowers die back, which is probably another month away. Uh, and any time that you, after you see that happening, that's kind of putting the tuber to sleep, if you like, when you see the foliage and the flower dying. And that's when you lift them, any time after that. Catherine in McCroom says she has a tree growing. She said that looks like a crab tree. So when she looked it up, she's discovered it's a Siberian crab apple tree. She's wondering, can you eat the fruit from a Siberian crab apple tree or could you use it for baking and making jams? What I do with my crab apples is I leave them for the birds because the birds love them. Now, in terms of whether we can eat them uh, in a jam or not, I'm I'm no expert because I don't like crab apple jelly. Um, But with, with nearly all crab apples, Yes, I would say yes. Um, 
you you might get a more definitive answer from one of your other listeners who has baked with them or has has used them in cooking. Uh, I certainly haven't, just because I don't like the taste of them. They're very bitter, um, aren't they? They they are very. Yeah. They're not for me. They're not for me. But I would say that the answer is uh, most likely uh, yes. But I would wait for qualification from somebody who has done it. Now you gave advice yesterday on making leaf compost. So Anna is back in with a question: Should the leaves gathered be dry before bagging them, or is damp okay? Also, um, or is damp okay? That's her first question. Yes, the, the answer to that is yes. In fact, a, a bit of moisture is nearly better because that helps helps the decomp- decomposition uh, and helps the heat to build up. So yes, damp leaves are fine. Okay, uh, so and then Anna's also is, I purchased a Victoria plum patio fruit tree, self-fertile last April. And I'm wondering, when can I expect it to fruit? It's in a large planter, looks healthy. Would it do better in the ground or I'm okay to leave it in the pot? No, you are okay to leave it in a pot, provided two things. Number one, that the pot is big enough for the root room. Uh, for uh, And when it's growing in a pot, obviously it can't get its own nutrients. It's quite a finite amount, so you're going to have to pay attention to feeding it. And I would use an organic tomato food when feeding that. Um, so the, the time of blossom there is kind of April, May time, maybe slightly earlier, depending on the spring. Um, and that's the time that you want to be feeding it uh, to, to bloom. Victoria is self-fertile, as she just said as well. But I do find that nearly all self-fertile fruits will do better with a pollinating partner nearby. So if you do have space for another Victoria or a different plum, so much the better. Uh, so it will survive in the pot. Uh, I don't know what age the plant is that she has bought, but I would imagine it's probably a two or three year old bush at least. Uh, so I would be expecting fruit next year from it, being honest. Hi, uh, Peter. My begonias in pots are still flowering. Can I save them for next year? Jur is wondering. My tuberous begonias, Trish, are in full bloom still at the moment, yeah. as are my gladiolus. So am I. Lots, so yeah, am I, yeah. Not colour there. So with the tuberous begonias, as you know, yes, because they're, 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 they're a corm um, which you lift out of the ground, store, store it somewhere cool and dry over the winter, and they will come on again next year even better. They're the tuberous ones. They're the big, really full flowers that you know. Then you have the fibrous rooted ones, which are the much, much smaller flowers, masses of tiny little flowers. They're fibres rooted and they're, they're an annual. So, no, I mean, you know, often they can come back if the winter isn't severe, but we treat them as an annual. Uh, so I would say if they're the fibres rooted ones, I'd say the answer is no. If they're the tuberous, which are the really big flowering ones, then the answer is a very definite yes. OK, question for Peter, please. Now that the apples have all been picked from the apple trees, what do we do with the trees? Do they have to be pruned back? If so, by how much? And is now the right time? Okay, dealing with the last part first, if you like, it's probably still a bit early. I would wait till next month. November, December really is the best month to prune your apple trees. Difficult to give comprehensive advice, Trish, over the radio, but what I would say, so it's not like you you cut back by X amount percentage and that's it. What you want to do is you want to concentrate on having an open centre so that you you don't have branches crossing and causing congestion and rubbing against each other in the centre of the bush. You want good air circulation throughout the apple tree, which will help to prevent the development of fungal infection. So when you're pruning it in November time, try and make sure that you're removing any diseased branches in the first place, any crossing branches that are rubbing against each other, and any branches that are heading for the centre. Make sure all the branches are heading towards the outside to form that open bush, open centre tree. Um, And then in terms, and also what you want to do is you want to, retain as many of the fruiting spurs as you can. Now the fruiting spurs are impossible to describe over the radio really. They're like leaf buds but they're kind of like a swollen leaf bud is the best way I can describe it. Um, So they're what's going to give you fruit obviously enough next year 
Uh, but in terms of how much you need to cut back, it, does, it, it depends on each tree and each, each site. But, but hopefully those general bits of advice will help. OK, and a very final one. Uh, somebody's just discovered a Christmas cactus in a back room that got forgotten about over the summer and it's completely dry, dried out. Uh, they've, she's given us some water now. Will she be able to save it? Depends. If the foliage is green, then I would say very definitely because those those green segments, which are kind of like swollen leaves, they they are modified leaves which may conserve water within. So if they're still green, then yeah, there's every, it definitely it, it's fine. If they're brown, probably not. I'm afraid. Okay. All right. Listen. Have a great week, and we'll chat to you uh, next Wednesday. And if I could very briefly, Trish, just before you go, a lot, lot of people have pre-ordered spring flowering bulbs through my own web store, theirishgardener.com. Now, there's still some available if people want, but just letting everybody know they are going out at the moment and we hope to have them, all the orders finally out by middle of next week. OK, all right. Listen, uh, good luck with that and we'll chat next Wednesday. Thanks, Trish. Thanks Bye-bye. a million. That is uh, Peter Dowd of theirishgardener.com. Gotta go, Nick, with you. Thanks to John Paul for producing. Court today on C103. With Corrigan Insurance's McCroom, now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. Want great advice? You know who to talk to. CMIG.ie. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.